Well, hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. We're, We're back. Here. Rain is back. I'm back. From an eventful trip to Michigan. 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 I don't know if you want to yeah. get into what you were doing in Michigan. I'm kind of just going to sit here and maybe ask some questions. It's kind of for you to just... I'm going to be interviewed. Reflect, really, on your yeah. trip. But let's, why let's, not put it out there, you know? Let's paint the picture. This morning, <clears throat> I was in Michigan. And today, right now, as we're recording this, 9.47 p.m. PST, I'm in California laying in my bed again. Um, and... Um, yeah, so I went to Michigan because my mom has stage four lung cancer spreading to her lymph nodes, her back, her arm, like her spine, um, and and she's in hospice. So this past the past past weekend, so probably two weekends ago now, she went to the hospital. It was really, really horrible. Um, she couldn't breathe and they thought she had an infection around her heart. And so after the hospital with all the oxygen that she was on, they decided to, she decided to go into hospice, um, which if anybody doesn't know, it's just basically, um, you're basically deciding that you're not going to, um, you're not going to do any medical care anymore. No x-rays, no treatments, no radiation. You're just going Simplest to- Simplest form, you're just waiting to die to go well their goal is for comfortability as you die die <laughs> just put it how it is unfortunately you just, you just had, you're just waiting for the, the person not just your mom anybody that goes into that knows i guess by signing that paper yeah that you're deciding that you're just going to yeah. go whenever you decide your body decides to go but something i did learn that i didn't know was that you can go in and out of hospice oh really so i, I didn't know. know that so it's it is a decision um, and most people, once they're in, they stay in, but you can leave hospice and you can you go can back go to back radio radiation you if you wanted to. It's just a lot to go back. And no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, can. but if she really wanted to and say yeah. tomorrow, she's it, like, I want to try radiation again. Mm -hmm. They would allow her to. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they could switch around. But hospice is, is the act of keeping you comfortable throughout your, your health issue, your sickness. And versus like actual care is treating your issue. So yeah, I was in I was in Michigan and I was visiting her. Um, I'm from Michigan. For anybody who doesn't know, I could go into my whole life story, but I moved at a really young age here <clears throat> to California, and it's always fascinating to go to Michigan. It's very interesting. Um, and I'm only 21, so I've only been back a few times since I turned 18. Um, but it's an interesting experience because it brings back so many emotions. I mean, it, it, you're visiting your hometown, you know, you're, you're going back to your childhood or lots of memories that you have or the people that you used to talk to or don't talk to or family members you haven't seen in years and they want to grab your cheeks when they see you like that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. I was there for about six days and now I'm back. Nice to have you back. Thanks. Yeah, but um, but I think we kind of just wanted to talk about um, well, these are just my right off the plane, just yeah. landed kind of thoughts. So it's kind of a really raw moment. Um, and I just sat down and talked with Carlos's whole family, um, our whole family, 
and talked about everything, told them all the stories, showed them all the pictures, and just caught up with everybody. Um, and so these are more of the thoughts of reflecting on what this kind of what this trip really meant to me. And so I went in with the intention of spending the most time as possible with my mom. I don't want to get emotional, but I am like I could at any moment. That's totally um, fine. That's what that's what I wanted to do this. It's not rainbows and sunshine. It's life. And your life right now, you're going through this and experiencing. Experiencing, you know, and it's some people might be going through worse or going through something similar that, mm -hmm. you know, can relate and know that they're not alone and know that, you know, like like I said, it's perfect time. And and then later on, we can reflect back and know how you're feeling in a couple because it's going to change how mm -hmm. you're feeling now and how you're going to feel, you know, in a couple mm -hmm. of weeks or so. But uh, as of now, it's good. I want you to reflect. How are you feeling? You know, what, what are your thought processes? You know, you're seeing your mother sitting there that you don't know when her body will finally decide to clock out you know like mm -hmm. what is as this person that you are now which i mean you're an incredible fucking human because you have kept it together so well and i'm so proud of you Thank you. That you you are killing it in business and being able to balance such harsh shit it's mm -hmm. difficult shit dude like it's in props to you for being so good at it and well I, I always say the same to you though too but but thank you um so how I felt when I was there like a little kid again like I just felt like it, it was an interesting balance of being a little child um and being being an adult because you have to balance the both of them and so it was an interesting mix of okay, I'm a little girl or like I feel the little girl inside of me so excited to be with her mom again. And that like that openness and feeling that way is, is something that I haven't felt in a while. And you kind of go through life sometimes and not that you have a void, but there is some, there are gaps and I think when I didn't have all this time with my mom, I spent a lot of years away from my mom. I think not having those hurt me in different ways. And so getting those these moments back with her has been incredible for my growth, I feel. It's filled little parts of me that I didn't know I needed filled. And it's just I keep um just keep thinking about her and She's the same mom that she always was. She's the same person that she always was. And aside from all the hardships and all of that, I just will always love her. And I think that's what I was going through. And that's what I was thinking about when I was sitting next to her. I just like being present is you really have to ground yourself in the surroundings like in, around you. And so I would just look at her face. I look at her eyebrows, look at her hair, like really analyze every little part of her because I don't know when I'm going to see her again and what it's going to be like the next time I see her. And that's all I did when I was a kid is I just looked up to her and I idolized her. I just loved her so much, just like pure, innocent love. And so even if I know that she's done things in her life and 
in and out of jail or whatever it is that she's gone through, I still have parts of those innocent loves for her. Really, really deep love for her. And I'm glad that that is reignited in me because I didn't feel lost that way. Lost it for a while. Yeah. I lost it for a while. And so I'm glad that that's there because you can't forget about how much you love your mom. You know, some people can because everyone's life is different, but um, but that feels good. Other than that, it feels like I ha- I do have my own life I created. I do have my own people in my life that I love dearly. And I do have my own my business and the things that I'm doing, the really, really amazing things that I'm doing, the people I'm working with, the the this, the podcast, all those things. And those things are separate from her. And I think I'm learning how to really mash them together, which is what you have. I think it's the biggest thing out of this whole trip that you were talking about. Kind of like if there was a chapter name, it would be kind of out of your book. This would be the kind of like uh, it'd be called like wholeness or authenticity. Yes, that you're trying to combine who this rain from California is and has been for the last couple of years with that little girl that she was, the Michigan girl, you know, kind of combine those two together and know that it's okay to do so, mm-hmm. like you were talking about, and not having to have two separate mm-hmm. lives that, you know, you're here and, you know, you're going whatever it is who you're here and then go over there mm-hmm. and try to be who you were back then and know that this reign that you've created that is the best of both it's worlds. the best of both worlds. And you have welcomed your little rain into you to be like, hey, you're not my enemy, you know, speaking mm-hmm. to your to your younger self mm-hmm. and know that, like, we're in this together, you and I. So let's get both the best of both worlds and just combine them and kind of go through this situation mm-hmm. as as just as one instead of, you know, separating them. So, yeah, I think for. So anybody who doesn't know, when I was little, I was 11 or I was 10 or 11 and uh, my mom went to jail and some drama happened and my dad who lived in California at the time didn't live with us in Michigan um, he drove from California and came to pick my sister and I up when my mom was incarcerated and we had to move to California ever since that moment from being a little child and you know always growing up I heard things about other family members and whatever there's a lot of separation a lot of oh he's bad or she's bad or she's good and he's good or like whatever and like he said she said all the time and so the first time I moved to California the first time I came to California well I moved here it was so traumatic and it was so scary and it was so unknown that I had to choose which life to live I had to choose which reign to be and I had to go into survival mode and one was good and one was bad. I was always way too black and white in my head. When I lived in Michigan, California California was bad. bad. When I lived in California, Michigan was bad. Mm -hmm. And it's not until right now, up until these moments, that I'm realizing neither is bad. They just are. And it's who you are through them. And so what my therapist and I have been working on and what Carlos and I talk about all the freaking time is authenticity to ourselves and I've my therapist and Carlos both made me realize um, that 
there's authenticity in values. And so my values are taking care of myself. My values are healthy relationships. My values are laughter and humor and um, kindness and being a genuine person. Which we also like to call the foundation mm-hmm. of, I say it as this huge, as the pyramids of Egypt. <laughs> and the foundation, the bottom blocks, is all everything that you're talking about. Because without that, nothing else stands. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like what you, you're you're building that, which will keep you accountable to the human that you have made yourself into. Mm-hmm. Now, you know that business you own a business, and to be able to support the people you're supporting, and the most important thing, support you mm-hmm. yourself. You know, is your foundation. What it, what does that mean to you? You know, and for you, it's you know meditation, reading, gym. Yeah, you know, I would say <clears throat> those action steps are even the second tier. The first tier is that I believe that nobody should do life alone. I believe that we can all love one another. I believe that we need to take care of our bodies and our mental health. I and like those are the things I just at my core level believe. I just Stand believe behind. very deeply yeah. in those. You should always be kind to others. You should always love your family members. You should always be present in the moment. Those are those are the beliefs that have led me to the actions of meditating, of being present, putting my phone down, of going to the gym, of taking better care of my health and drinking more water. So then it's the belief and then it's the actions. And then it's the moments that you experience from those actions and the person that you become with all of that combined. So I think what I've been trying to learn and what I've been trying to kind of piece together in my heart and in my brain is that I get to take those beliefs anywhere and those values get to follow me because they're me. And there's this person that I've created that I am today, which I don't think many people know unless they're in my circle now. People who knew me before probably wouldn't know who I am now. But this person that I've created is based off of these beautiful values and beautiful beliefs that I never want to let go of. And so I'm, I sometimes worry, like, will this outside factor waver my inside inner beliefs in my core myself and honestly always the truth is that nothing that happens outside of you can take your power away from you and I think that's what I've been realizing like on the plane like on the plane I was so nervous to go I was so nervous to go to Michigan and I didn't I I get scared to leave places because abandonment issues but I get (laughs) nervous to leave places and people and things and so I, I, I didn't want to. I was like, okay, well, I'm on the plane. Like, what can I do now? And it's like, okay, deep breaths. I have breathing techniques. Like nothing outside of me will waver the strength and the power that I have within me. Um, you go and you walk into an apartment where your mom's arm is broken. She's on 15 liters of oxygen and she's in hospice and can't leave the house. And she has stage four lung cancer. And you see her there. And that can't change the person that I am in the inside. I can't waver how much I love myself, how much I love her, how much I value my health, how much I value and I believe the things that I believe. The only thing that I can do in those moments is enjoy every single minute of it as best as I possibly can, whatever that feels like to me. And you usually, I usually know that by what feels like my heart is smiling. My gut is like telling me, okay, this feels good. So That's a pretty nice bow to wrap on what I experienced and like the lesson that I've learned, I think.
one of many i feel like mm -hmm. but this is i feel like the fresh one the one mm -hmm. that's right now in your brain in and heart, it's yeah. probably going to be there for the next couple of days and have you thinking as we go on and we can probably touch back on like i said how you're feeling about the situation and everything but mm -hmm. yeah authenticity yeah i think that's what i've been working on it's being an authentic to myself person i mean we're always trying to figure out who we are but tell me how is it easy no <laughs> not at all there was a moment on the trip and i oh my god oh this moment scared me scared the heck out of me because usually i'm a very um i've i've trained my brain i've worked very hard to train my brain to be okay everything's good or not just disregarding my feelings, but okay, I hear that, I see that, what's the best option here? And like, I'm very good at keeping my brain clear and level-headed and on track. And there was a moment on the trip where I'm, oh my God, I could cry just thinking about it, but I had left my mom's house and we were going to stay where we were staying at. And she was texting me these things and just how much she loved me. And it's just so sad because I, I see her there. And I see her like sitting on her couch, sending her text messages and stuff and with her oxygen and stuff. And it just, I just envision her in my head and it just makes me so sad. And then of course she's telling me how much she loves me. So <laughs> that makes me more sad and I love her a lot. So I texted Carlos and I was like, I feel so foggy. Like, I feel like I can't do this. I feel like I'm, I'm slipping a, down a slope. Like I feel like I'm having a lot of anxiety. It's really tough for me right now. There's actually two moments, but that was, that one was harder than the first one. And, um, and I just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. It was just so painful. And I didn't, I couldn't really put it into words, but sometimes those are the best cries where you don't even know what or why or how you're crying, but you just are. And I just was holding there with my body and just like rocking back and forth and just like trying to comfort myself. And it didn't need logical explanation. Um, it just needed to be felt. And so that was the hardest part of the whole trip is that I'm sitting there alone in the bed, just bawling my eyes out. And I'm really proud of myself because obviously you feel better after you cry. But I'm really proud of myself for letting myself feel those things. I cried in the shower. I cried when I got out of the shower. <laughs> I cried sitting in the bed. I cried like cried the whole way through myself to sleep you know the whole thing but um but I still loved myself through it I still did the action steps that I believe in I still washed my face brushed my teeth flossed like still did those things and I got I went to sleep and then I went to the gym the next morning so you I guess I guess maybe when you can't believe in those things or when you're struggling to or when you have feelings or when things are affecting you if you can keep the same action steps going that make that you know make you feel good, even though they're shitty and annoying to have to do, it will help you ultimately feel back to the person that you like to be most of the day. I'm not saying that you crying is a bad person because I had to struggle with that too. That oh, if I'm crying, I'm I'm falling off track, or oh, if I'm crying and I'm upset, yeah, you know, I haven't, I don't cry. I haven't cried. <laughs> I feel nothing. I feel nothing. No, but it's it's something that I struggle with. I haven't cried for a couple of years now. Really, like a, like that kind of cry. 
but it's not because that, I don't ever since my since my grandpa passed away, you know, I've I've been wanting to cry, and I told myself that I would let myself cry. I don't know what's the reason, but I haven't been able to, as you and I have spoken about. Mm-hmm. But I've come to the like I've spoken like you to myself, and I've told them, and I held myself, and you know, down and hug little me and be like, hey, dude, whenever you're ready to finally let it all out wherever it comes however it comes i'm gonna hold you and we're gonna do it so whenever that fucking moment comes who who knows when i'm gonna fucking i've told you before i'm like if i start crying at dinner (laughs) if i start crying fucking as i'm driving just let it all just let it happen yeah i don't know when it's gonna happen but i had that struggle of thinking that crying was a bad thing for a really long time Mm -hmm. until i finally you know through you and through a lot of other stuff i learned that hey dude if you got to cry, you got to cry. And yeah. it's better to let it out than hold it in because holding in creates a bunch of other shit that I've, you know, I've read books now that actually tell you that holding mm-hmm. shit down like that creates the uh, worst health issues. Mm-hmm. Like it can k- legit kill you. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, that I'm putting my body through that, it's like, you know, I, I can't because I have ever since I remember, you know, feeling a lot of stress. Um, you had ulcers. After I felt like I was having like really bad, yeah, like stomach pain and stuff. It, it was terrible. But yeah, just adding on to that of like, I've struggled myself with the whole kind of as a man thinking, mm. you know, because they tell you of like, you cry, you're a bitch, you know, yeah. like you're a bitch if you cry. It's like, no, I'm not a fucking bitch. I just, uh, I'm more of a man than you are because I'm going to let my emotions show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Emotions don't make you any less of a human. Exactly. What exactly and if so, human. you think I'm a bitch? Now come fight me. You know, kind of thing. Like I can fucking let's throw some. Let me wipe my tears. Yeah, let me just let me wipe my tears, <laughs> hold my tissue. <laughs> hold my tissue. So yeah, yeah it's just knowing that like if it's any other guy, experience. you know, struggles with with stuff like that, it's like I I don't know exactly what could help everyone, you know, but just talking to your younger self or just you and be like, mm-hmm. dude. It's okay. We're going to be okay because I'm going to hold you down. And if that means we have, you know, our five-minute rule, just right. like, you know, five minutes take to five be minutes sad. to do five. And you got to get, we're pretty busy people. So we got to, it's like, all right, take five minutes. It is, you know, whatever it is that you're going through or happening in your brain. And we got to get back to work, you know, but mm-hmm. it's allowing yourself to do such things. Because it doesn't mean it's going to push you back. A lot of people are like, Oh, I'm gonna like I'm gonna fail if I feel my feelings. I'm gonna like things are gonna fall apart, and I'm scared of that too. Like, okay, well, if I'm, I literally told my therapist before I left, I was like, well, what if I'm so sad that when I come back home, I don't feel happy and I'm not able to work the same or whatever? And she was like, do you think that's gonna happen? And I was like, I don't know, it could. It's happen. like I told you, it's like letting you're letting the emotional feelings get the best of you, and mm-hmm. it's like, all right, breathe. Now let's think logical, Mm -hmm. you know? What Mm -hmm. are the next steps of actually, okay, I'm crying. Why am I crying? You know, the whole asking yourself the questions, like you said. Okay, am I going to feel like this forever? Why am I feeling this? Oh, wait, my mom's dying. Okay, so I might feel this forever. Will I feel it every moment of the day? No, because I have other things to worry about, and it Mm -hmm. won't be in the top of my head the entire time. Yeah, And um, and, and you have to come to the realization that emotions are so temporary. 
they are like they happen within a split second. You could feel something one They're minute. So quick to spark. Like yeah. If, like if I say I hate you, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Like you're gonna feel angry. And yeah, but it's like, like it not let. It's it's really difficult to not let them overtake online conversations and couples uh-huh. and stuff like that because you're feeling mm-hmm. and feeling is so damn strong that you're in the situation like you just said. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, hey, you're doing this. Yeah, well, well, fuck you. I don't like. I don't. I don't want to be with yeah. you anymore without even thinking what the fuck you're saying. And everybody talks about it. How then mm-hmm. twenty minutes pass by, and you're like, "What the fine. fuck did I say?" It's like it was you're out of something. So much into your exactly, yes. just emotion. So it's like yeah. being logical, which we have really worked on, and being like, "Hey, yeah, you know what? Let's let's talk about it later yeah. and see how we feel about whatever it is, you know." Yeah. Or I think that they think that it's logical after, and I think at first it's like, "Okay, I have this feeling." Let's let's take a step back, and you just have to know, have that limit, that boundary, and then it's like okay, let me just leave space for whatever this emotion is. Let me yes. just leave space for whatever it is that I'm feeling. And like, however that is, it doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean that you're horrible. It doesn't mean that you're the best person in the world. It doesn't mean that you're a failure in life. It just means you're having an emotion. And some an incredible mentor taught me that the, the more that you lean into your emotions, the more that you can feel those high emotions and the excitement that you feel. But you have to lean into the deep dark in order to feel the high vibration or the things that you enjoy actually feeling but but you're only you're only so much as your weakest link you're only so much as the deepest darkest things that you can feel and when i tell you that it feels like someone's fucking ripping my guts out of me like it feels like such an emptiness and a sadness deep within my soul to feel like i'm losing my mom and i just don't know when is the worst pain I've probably ever felt. And I've never lost somebody either. It's the first death in my family that I really, really genuinely am connected Fucking to. Fucking life threw you a right <laughs> hug, bro. It says you never lost anybody. Let me, let me, let let me throw me, this let me one at you. Let me show you what bro. you can lose. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But that pain is so uncomfortable to feel. But you will not catch me drowning myself in alcohol, in bitches, in <laughs> weed. Like, you will not catch me doing anything okay maybe i'll be eating chocolate maybe it's sweet sometimes yeah maybe the chocolate no nah, but she's really good at it she she i mean they say the first step is acknowledging you know like yeah. now it's I, like i have a little bit of an issue with sweets yeah. i really like them yeah and i know that sometimes i use food as a an escape that's the but one thing. i feel like it's so globally used as an escape of food course. is like one of the main ones that you know yeah most people use without even realizing sometimes mm-hmm. that you're just being what's their car like gluttonous. Glut- gluttonous that you're just doing it to fulfill mm-hmm. to get that little dopamine you know out of out of it because yes. it gives you that high little rush right away but it does and it's comforting for sure yeah. but it's not comforting afterwards and I mean, of course we've been on this balance. david goggins shit you know and it's like now i i think about food and i grab it and i'm put it to my mouth like what is it? And if it's something bad, it's like, they're probably like, yeah, motherfucker, you gonna put that in your mouth? <laughs> David yeah? Huggins you wanna run, you wanna run four fucking miles right now? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, ah, shit, yeah, yeah, I, I shouldn't. Which is like, like say, impact, impact on that people make in your life, yeah. which could potentially, I mean, help you, you know? Like, it's yeah. it's it's good to have, again, what we talked about, um, meditating and all that stuff, the outlets actions, to yeah, be able to outlets. help you deal with such situations like you are currently going through because yeah. i don't know if you didn't have any of what you have right now mm-hmm. how different it would be and mm-hmm. i think you will be drowning in alcohol and you will be yeah. drowning in food and you will be drowning in bitches you know bitches. but <laughs> but yeah but i have this one of my clients who's an incredible person and um 
she has um, like personal relationship things. She, you know, everybody has relationship things that they go through. Um, but she was saying, if, you know, if I didn't have the tools that I have now, I wouldn't be able to experience her relationship the way she is right now. And I just commend her for having the tools that she has, the breath work, the meditations, EFT tapping. If nobody knows what that is, definitely look all these things up. I can put them in the description or journaling or somatic healing where you're just like shaking your body and letting it all out. Like there's ways to connect and let trauma and let emotions out of your body because if emotions stay trapped in your body, it hurts your head and it hurts your brain. That's why people say like if you're constantly in a state of stress, you're literally fucking up your gut because your gut doesn't have time to process any food. Right. I'm literally telling you, you, you there's literally health things that are yes. brought up because of it. It's yes. insane. Yeah. It's a, it's a, they always say stress is one of the top killers out there, mm-hmm. especially in this fucking time and that we're living in, you know. You look everywhere and there's stress everywhere. Mm-hmm. I just spoke about it, I think, on one of the other podcasts. Like, you're stro- you're, you're scrolling through TikTok mm-hmm. and the algorithm's so good to just throw things out. You're not even, like, mm-hmm. that you like, but, like, the U.S. just fired. Or, 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 you scroll the next one. Oh, the U.S. is now filing for fucking, I don't know, bankruptcy. Oh, uh, yeah. San Diego, will San Diego flood in the next uh, 20 years? And your brain is just getting oversaturated mm-hmm. with, like, mm-hmm. information that's, like, not even relevant to relevant your daily, to life, your daily to life you know it's so, good to stay uh, to stay uh-huh. up to date with some stuff you know and you should maybe add like a time during the day where you do such thing like you need five minutes but ten. not the entire fucking day where it's like if we're gonna die we're gonna fucking die and there's nothing you can do about it yeah, you, you know what think I, you know what i mean caveman predicted like a fucking dinosaurs or asteroids coming no they were just living their life being little cavemen Fucking and there's other ways food. to do to do such things like oh I want to but you're telling me not to keep up to date but I want to make an impact. There's different ways you could be making an impact of actually getting yourself out there than you know just being reading and putting on the comments of a video of like I wish our, our government worked this way or something like that. Then they can go out there and like you know I'm be a, a government person. I don't know. I'm a big believer that you can't make an impact until you've impacted yourself. Like I'm a big believer that. You can't do anything for anybody else until you are 110% and more and overflowing. And most people aren't. Until your cup is completely overflowing, then I just don't think that you can give more energy to people. And I think that's also why this trip went really well for me is because I feel like I had a lot of love to give because I gave myself a lot of love and I am surrounded by a lot of love and I have a lot of peace in my life. I'm really a happy, genuinely full person most days. Very unchaotic. Life is pretty great all the time. You love your business. I love my business. I love my life. I love my family. I love the things around me. I love what we've built. I love what I've built. And so I had a lot of love to give to people. And so my family kept telling me, like, Rain, you're so calm. Like, Like, everything's okay. Like, everybody was very impressed with the way that I was handling the situations. Um. And I was like, yeah, I just genuinely want everyone to be okay. Like, I just have love and forgiveness and kindness for everybody. And that's what I want. Because what? Who is that? Who's doing that? Looking at, looking at you. Either, are you, are you asking, like, my, my future self? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And also, yeah, because. That's who I'm that, her. what that, yeah, yeah you're, you're her. You're mm-hmm. that future self of, you know. I'm going to fucking repeat it 30 million times because I feel like it's something that helped me a lot. And I hope it would help somebody else to really visualize who that fucking person is. Who is that rain? 
it's just habit at this point. And it's but so yeah. yeah, it's habit for me too. Like yeah. I'm just saying it because for, for the podcast, but I, it's like in my mm-hmm. day data brain, every decision I'm making, yeah. I'm grabbing coffee from the person. What would Carlos from fucking thirty years would do? Be like, you know what? Not just say thank you. It's like look at his name tag and be like, thank it's, you, Mike. Yeah, you know, like actually, like and that eye contact and that you know that. And that, you feel that shit. Oh my in your goodness. Gut. And you feel it. Yes. You feel yes. it. And that's how you And you know. feel that person. You know, you feel you feel yes. one with that 40 year old self. Because there's this thing called the law of oneness. We are all one. We are all consciousness. We're all energy. When we're tapped into that higher version of ourselves, we're tapped into that version of ourselves that is just overflowing with love and energy. And we give that to somebody else. You can fucking feel that shit so deeply. But the problem is that if you don't let yourself feel like your guts are being pulled out of you and you're in so much pain and it's the most uncomfortable thing you've ever experienced, it's going to be harder for you to feel that excitement for people and to get out of your head and feel it in your gut. Like I can feel it in my gut right now. It's tingling when you're talking about yeah. giving a yeah, coffee, no, me too. taking a coffee. And I, like we've talked about, like you said, love. Mm-hmm. It's all about love. Mm-hmm. As much as you know, like I said, sometimes you know it's like, oh fuck that guy or fuck this guy. You really think about the situation. You're like, oh no, not 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 really. Like at the end of the day, like you said, when you say true to yourself and who we are, I feel like we're love. Like mm-hmm. I've said, I am. I know that I'm love, and I want to love everybody. Mm-hmm. Like you just said as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like you know what. By uh, by me saying that though, that I love everybody doesn't mean that I'm gonna have everybody close to me. My right. circle is so fucking small, mm-hmm. but I love and I'll love you from a distance. Mm-hmm. I'll love you. I, I'll fucking kiss you from a distance, you mm-hmm. know. But it's like to that extent of like I'm also gonna protect what you said, mm-hmm. our our energy mm-hmm. of like I'm only letting you to this door yeah. or you know that wall. But hey, I hope you're doing fucking fantastic, and I don't wish nothing bad to happen to you mm-hmm. because also we already know what it feels like to feel shitty really shitty things mm-hmm. in our lives mm-hmm. but it's like no we just wish you success and whatever that means to you because mm-hmm. it's not all about the money but if success means whatever it does to mm-hmm. that person the fulfillment like, f- fulfilled exactly like you're doing something impactful in your life and it's making you feeling that in your gut that's what do I it bro yes that's what i do for you and i i it literally sparks something in me that's mm-hmm. like seeing that happen for people makes me so fucking happy mm-hmm. even if that person hates me for whatever fucking reason or mm-hmm. things you know that like uh doesn't like me or we don't like each other for some dumb reason like i'll still cheer from you from afar yeah and be like dude that's fucking awesome I, I i don't have that jealousy in me i'm not jealous because he makes more than me i'm not jealous yeah. because he has a ferrari no you know you know like I'll always look at that person and be like, dude, that's fucking awesome. You have a Ferrari, you that's, know? That's another law of, like, consciousness. She's a lot into all this stuff. That... I, I don't know. I just listen to her, and she kind of just tells me, which is just <laughs> like, oh, then I didn't know that was of this and that, <laughs> which is really cool. So, yeah, there's the law of oneness, but then there's also the law. I forgot what the name of it is, but um, there's this, like, because people know the law of attraction. They yeah, the law, law, the yeah. law of attraction, the law of assumption, but there's other universal laws and this one is about um i wish i had the name of it but this one is about how if somebody else has something maybe it might be the law of oneness but if you have a really nice pair of pants like that means it's possible for me to have a pair of pants because you have it because we're all one because we're all we all operate from the same like uh energy and we're just consciousness and we're one with the earth too and the earth's energy and so that that's how like it's such a sidetrack off of everything but like you see somebody people look at the kardashians they watch the kardashians they're like oh my god imagine the life that they could like i could have if i had that oh my god and you come from this place of emptiness you think you could have bad bunny kendall has bad bunny now supposedly 
dame lo. So, <laughs> uh, but you, you look at it and you're like, oh, wow, I wish I had that. It's like this lack. You like slump your shoulders and you're like, oh, yeah, well, I wish lack, I could yeah. have that. But when you look at that, when I watch the Kardashians, I'm like, that's motivating as fuck. Like, I, okay, like, how do I get, like, okay, that's mine. Like, if she has it, I can have it. And it's no different than that. It takes away so so much but it's what we see on the day-to-day basis too that affects that mentality so that much and why most people can't do it Mm -hmm. what you're surrounded by Mm -hmm. and what are we surrounded by 24 7 chaos and poverty and and poverty and saying how everybody's fucking monday suck you know like you know it's just a bunch of sucky things and it sucks for you know but but that struggle is also very real for people. Yeah. It's very real for people. And that's another thing I noticed is that people in Michigan, like, no hate, love Michigan. But some people are just there living their simple life. And that's good enough for them. And that's okay, you know. They, that's totally okay. They don't want the glitz. As long guys. as you don't come to my circle and tell me how the fuck to live. Mm-hmm. As, long, as long as everybody stays in their circle. And like mm-hmm. I said, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for everybody. Or if they're genuinely happy with it. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, if they're genuinely happy. Yeah, they're yeah. they're like, oh, I don't they're have enough. They're just being, you know, yeah. Be trying to fake it so mm-hmm. you don't criticize them or say anything, you know. Or because of self-conscious, be like, if I actually tell them how I feel, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're in your circle and you truly love your life, you don't come in my circle and tell me how, how to live, we're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, you, you stay over there. I'll stay over here. I don't bother you. You don't bother me. We get along, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, most people have this tendency of not liking their lives and then coming and trying to fuck yours over or whatever on social media with people like, oh, just fuck this guy because, you know, because you're doing this. It's just just the hate because you're not satisfied within, you know, yourself. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's just a balance. Yeah. Or people are are upset with their lives, comfortable with them, and they don't want to change. They don't want to get better with it. And they just subconsciously or consciously decided. This is it for me. That's it, you know? And that's such a sad place to be. I feel for those people. I have empathy for those people. I was that person. And you look at this life and you're like, how do I get that? And and I think what I want people to know is that my mom said something really sad to me. And she said that one of the gifts that she always wants to give me, that she's always wanted to ever give me, is to have peace and love. And because she, she... wants to reach a level of peace and love in her life and um i want people to know that no matter where the fuck you're at from the bottom the fucking trenches in the jail on the streets wherever the fuck it is doesn't even matter or like a year mentor like have all the money in the world you're happy with all of your money but you don't feel satisfied in your heart that peace and love whatever that means to you is achievable and it always always will be because it's inevitable that you feel that way and that you deserve that as a human it's one of the basic 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 needs and you're just worthy of that anybody is so i think i want people to know that it's a good reminder yeah anybody can reach that level it's not like we're above anyone i'm the same as let me tell you finding it is hard as fuck though and you better be willing to go through a lot of difficult moments in your head to get to that peace of mind. And we don't have it fully either. It comes and goes, yeah. you know, it, we have it super high. There's days, again, like we're not perfect. We're not yeah. preaching this gospel of 
No, we're all I was crying. You know, you were. I you felt can... like I couldn't do anything. I was like, babe, it I don't know if I can do this shit. Sucks. I, and he was like, he was like, all right, well, you know, you got it, right? And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, dude. This one's really tough. Yeah, this feels and it will shitty. be, but it's like you're so close. It puts you closer to that next step of like that. You're like putting more bricks over that mm-hmm. fucking thing you know like oh yeah, she was she wall. really yeah you build in that wall like holy shit i i just confronted this of how i'm feeling and mm-hmm. i'm i i fucking was capable of holding it down yeah that brick gets added to that to that wall yeah. because it's like whoa like you you were able to fucking do it dude and i'm so yeah. proud of you because that shit is definitely not not easy at all and i can't i can't imagine you know i yeah. personally haven't lost my mother but um I, I can't say I know how that feels because I've for sure lost a lot of people in my life, but I can't say it's the same pain. And I don't think it's the same pain as, you know, kind of going through what you're going through with the person that basically birthed, birthed you. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a different one for sure. It's, it's so complex is the word for it. I think it's just a complex feeling. And, and I don't know if it's about holding it down I think it's about holding space for it all, you know, and yeah, holding it down is like a good way to put it. But, um, but I, I just, I allowed myself, give myself all the room in the world. Like you, you expand yourself to the whole room and you hug yourself. And that was a cool experience. And, and I, and I bet you that if I didn't cry that night, if I kept swallowing it, you know, how you can gulp it down. If I kept doing that, that whole night on the plane, I would have been a mess. Right now, I would have been a mess because I would have finally allowed myself to be safe with Carlos or with his family or, you know, at our home. I finally felt safe enough to let that happen. But I chose to let myself feel safe where I was at, even though that house kind of spooked you me up. You yourself <laughs> yeah. feel safe, which I, is, it's, again, what's the name of the podcast? You know? First. It's you. You is first. And you protected yeah. you. And then you're allowed to go, you know, with your partner, whoever it is you have close to. Yeah. And kind of expand on how you were feeling and why you were feeling such things. Yeah. But you're able to hold yourself down for your fucking menace to society. And you're able to, you're going to be able to do amazing things. And I'm really yeah. proud of you for holding it down. Thank you. It's, it's really, I, it's ad- admirable. Yeah. You know? I think that's a reason why I feel fuller too. That's another part of me that I was just accepting in that moment. So I think that's a lot of the takeaways from the trip. Yeah, I think I it's do. a I really good fucking is. episode about rain, dude. Yeah. Killing it out here. Woman's Thank a menace. You guys yeah. better be safe out there. Don't bump into rain or she'll take you guys down. No, I'd probably be the <laughs> kindest person ever and I can't yeah. fight for shit. <laughs> you know, here we are. But yeah, I think um it was it was an interesting experience. I'm really grateful for it. And I love myself more now. I love my mom more now. Like, just this interesting connection I have to my home and my family. Um, and even though they're white as fuck, <laughs> it's still, I'm so grateful for them and who they are just for where they're at. I don't want anybody to change or be different unless they ask me questions or want to be or want to make shifts in their life. But it's their journey of who they are. I'm not going inter- to ever intervene. Yeah. And I love them for where they're at and who they're at right now. I have such a level of just like, okay, you know, all right, that's cool. That's great. I accept the love. I receive it. I give it right back. And um, 
oh my God, I'm going to cherish those moments forever, 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 ever, because that could very well have been the last time I saw my mom. Maybe it won't be, maybe it will be. And we just don't know what the future holds. So I'm always going to choose to be this person that I am today and the next best version of myself and the next best version. And it's just in my heart, you know? So yeah, that's about it. There you go. And if anybody's going through anything similar or wants to reach out, I've had a few people on my business Instagram reach out about their moms passing from cancer um, or their family members struggling with it, losing. One of my friends reached out because um, her she's putting two of her dogs down. That's, like, that's still that's a loss. Fuck, bro. You know that. Don't say that. Oh my god. Yeah, and it's so sad. So. If you're going through anything, I would love to hold space for you and I would love to hear you for where hear you for where you're at. So if anybody wants to share, I know how fucking difficult it is. And I want you to know that it's okay and that no matter how sad and how broken and how hurt it feels, there's still love and there's still peace and there's still a level of safety and enlightenment and love that you can reach no matter what. I agree. I think it's a perfect note to end it on because you think you you killed it. So again, I'm really fucking proud of you and for even wanting to do this episode. Uh, yeah, it's fucking what a journey. What a journey. What a was. journey. So I think uh, yeah, I think it's a good good place to end it. Um, to the people that have been listening and continue to listen, thank you very fucking much. And from the bottom of my heart, I think Rain feels the same way. That we're both very fucking thankful mm-hmm. for those people. Mm-hmm. It means the fucking world. It's just amazing that you just want to listen to and us to all figuring the it out. Who are going to listen? And yeah, and for the people that will listen, you know, like thank you for giving it a shot. It's just two youngsters <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure it out. And again. I always like to say it at the end of the podcast, we're not, we don't have degrees in knowledgement and yeah. fucking something. It's just us speaking our mind on how we're feeling and what we're going through. Yeah. So, and I always say we don't have the right answers. We just we have, have the answers that answer. worked for oh, us. Oh, oh, I thought some answers. Oh yeah. yeah, that's what you say. That's what some say. Well, some answers, yeah. yeah. Some answers, but I like to say the answers that worked for us or that worked for us or that haven't worked for us. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So thank you guys very much for listening. We appreciate it. And I think we'll catch you. Oh, the last thing is that I have a clip of my mom. I have an 11 minute video of her telling her, telling me why she named me Rain and how she spelled it and why she chose to spell it the way she did. And also a little clip of her life. But I want to make sure she's okay with me sharing it. Um, But if anybody wants to hear that, I would love to. I think you should make the, the talk about your name. A little podcast and just link it oh, to yeah. your business account and tell them that it's your story about your name. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'll do that. So, anyways. All right. Thank all. you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Catch you on the flippity flip. Oh my goodness. At Michael at the office. Of course. <laughs> Bye.